Gaming Frosty Pints podcast. I'm Gobi, and with me is Dr. Fucking Niggle, Omega Fucking Construct, and Zero Burn. How you guys doing tonight? Fucking great. Fucking fantastic. Fucking amazing. Awesome. You don't get to say fuck, it's not in your name. Yeah, you really don't. You, who do you think okay. you are? Quiet down. <laughs> this has gotten off to an aggressive start. <laughs> Coming in hot. Yes. We gotta make up for oh. it after last week. Yes. Well, I, this isn't on the podcast. Yeah, pod, the top of this, but uh, Twitch Prime is now called Prime Gaming. That's cool. Really? Yeah. I, uh, it's uh, I don't know why. It's uh, <laughs> kind of a weird decision to make because Twitch is about more than just gaming. I mean, to me, it's kind of a. I mean, who really cares? But you know, the, there's the whole IRL streaming community. There's all kinds of art streamers and stuff like that. Like Twitch is <clears throat> Twitch is more than just gaming. Yeah, yeah. I, was... <laughs> Sorry, I just said that there's no need for us to talk about Twitch thoughts. But yeah, what about the thoughts? Wait, we we just got done saying we were gonna skip this, but if oh, you insist, wait, <laughs> oh, wait, this is this is also more than just that. This is, uh, hold on. Yeah, it was a uh, sorry. This this article just popped up. It's an Engadget article. Um, yep. Today, Amazon is rebranding the suite of video game-focused perks to match the naming convention of its other digital services, such as Prime Video and Prime Reading. The newly named Prime Gaming works the same way as before. It's bundled with Amazon Prime. So, yeah, if you go to uh, gaming.amazon.com and you have Amazon Prime, it's a page. Th- this is basically they're separating all of the loot drops, like all the Twitch drops and stuff that you can get. Um, uh, like I get all, you. All, the, all the 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 Twitch Prime loot access or Twitch Prime access or whatever they call it. Um, so, giving it an official name. Exactly. So if you go to gaming.amazon.com, it's Prime Gaming, and it's like here you can claim the League of Legends skin offer or the Apex items or the you know million GTA cash. What frame? So yeah, so this is them renaming that aspect. It's not. Uh, it, it doesn't appear to be doing anything to the larger Twitch ecosystem. I suppose, if anything, it's kind of separating this aspect of your uh, Amazon Prime subscription uh, into its own entity. Now calling it Prime Gaming. So you got Prime Video, you got Prime Gaming. So. I'm that I'll ignore. And if you do have a Twitch Prime account linked to your Warframe account, uh, you can claim the Twitch uh, Twitch Prime drop for this month, which is a signed Donna. Uh, it's pretty neat looking. Uh, go ahead and uh, go ahead and grab that if you can. Thank you for bringing that up, Gobi. Yeah, you dropped something in the Warframe chat, and that was part of the reason that got me thinking about it earlier. But uh, what there's Warframe? You call it something else. Uh, Hero pieces. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, apart from the Twitch Prime drops that you can get for uh, linking your Warframe account with your Twitch account, if you have Twitch Prime, you can also just li link your Warframe account with your regular old Twitch account, and uh, if you watch any of their streams for half an hour, you get these drops. They always do a drop or something, and this week they are doing Harrow parts fully built. So today they dropped Harrow Neuroptics, tomorrow they're doing the chassis, and the day after that they're doing the Harrow systems. Fully built. And Harrow is one of the most difficult difficult Warframes to get, so yeah, that's why I announced that in the Warframe channel today, as soon as the stream started, and I uh, saw that that was the case. Son of a bitch. Yeah, nobody really needs to watch tomorrow, because the Harrow Chassis is quite possibly the easiest thing to get in the game, aside from a full set of Oberon, but... Uh, yeah, the systems on Wednesday, 10 a.m. on Wednesday, uh, twitch.tv slash Warframe. Can I just leave the, that page open overnight? Because I'm not going to be up at fucking 10 a.m., Jesus. Yeah, as long as, you're, uh, as long as your screensaver doesn't go off or anything, and you're just sitting on that Twitch uh, page, then, yeah, the stream will start up and you'll get the drop. And, of course, the Mystery Man returns to streaming. Oh, but we're not done with Warframe yet. Heart of Demos, oh, uh, Heart of Demos update is coming this month. Got uh, got a lot of exciting new stuff. Uh, new mechanic in the game where we get uh, uh, what was it called? Audrey Two. We get Audrey Two in the back of the orbiter, and you feed Audrey uh, Warframes, and she extracts Warframe powers for you. So uh, Little Shop of Horrors meets Warframe. It's gonna be great. Why? Why are we? Why do we have Audrey Hepburn in Warframe now? No, 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 Audrey 2. This is, uh, this is Audrey 2 and Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors. The one with Jack Nicholson or the one with the guy from Honey, Iron Shrunk the Kids. Doesn't matter, they're both classics. I'm gonna have to actually look this up, because, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You have never seen Little Shop of Horrors. No, I can't figure out who he's, uh, talking about. Okay. I can't, I can't put a face to the, the name. Oh, the guy from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Moranis. Rick Moranis, oh, right, thank right, you. Right. Yeah, he was also in Ghostbusters. Like Tully. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's coming back for a new uh, installment of the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie? Uh, speaking of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, uh, apparently there's a game on Xbox Game Pass, like early access or whatever. It's called Grounded. And if you ever wanted to live the movie, there you go. That That game is for you. But we're not um, done with Warframe yet. Heart of Demos also in introduces a whole new open-world environment with a randomized cave system underground, so you can uh, go in there, procedurally generated cave system. And, oh, uh, that's oh, like where the underground is going to drop from now. Oh, yeah, yeah, kind of kind of like underground in, uh, in uh, Division, but it will probably be stable and gear progression will be completely fucked. So just like the Division. But we're not done with Warframe yet. Uh, no, I don't know. I think that's pretty much it. A lot of good stuff yeah. coming for Warframe. It was a, it was a wonderful so, Tenocon. Dr. Niggle, I'm going to need you to update your name from Dr. Fucking Niggle to Billy Fucking Mace. <laughs> I would, but Gobi got super mad at me before the podcast because uh, my Discord name didn't have Niggle in the title. 
It didn't. I, I it was going to, he's, he's like, yeah, we totally talked about this when you weren't around. And I was going to say like, oh yeah, that's great. Well, I talked about it with Omega when you weren't around and we were just going to have a policy battle back and forth, but it, it, it just, just didn't happen. Just, we were too tired. It, it happens, man. It's Monday. I know. Fuck Monday. Um, but yeah, we can move on because doc, yeah, uh, well, the, the other doctor returned to streaming and... Yeah, oh, wait. you brought up two Nobody good things. Nobody gives a fuck. One, one thing was, yeah, Dr. Disrespect did return, and the other thing was uh, Grounded actually does look like a fun game, all jokes aside. Yeah, I, it's not something I could get into, but I can see uh, some people in, that I know getting into it. Um, Making uh, bows and arrows out of paper clips and matches. <laughs> oh. uh, it does seem, seem fun. Sounds like a ripoff of Phineas and Ferb, and not as cool. I don't. Nobody knows what that is. What? Nobody knows who that. Okay. You have kids, dude. Let it go, Billy. What? 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 You guys grow up. (laughs) And bro, I grew up in the '80s. Come on now. Real Ghostbusters, Silver Hawks, you know, the good stuff. Yeah, the the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Gobi, can you tell me where P. Sherman lives? I don't know who that is. 42 Wallaby Way. Say zero. Zero got it. Yeah, Gobi, Gobi claims to have seen Finding Nemo so many times that it drove him insane. <laughs> he claims to have, but we don't. We don't actually believe him. Uh, I almost forgot. Almost forgot. I haven't. Yes. No. I am forgetting. Anyway, moving on. Doom. There's something about Doom. Oh, in QuakeCon. Yes. Everything at. Bethesda is on sale everywhere. It's fun. What's Doom about? And why does nobody care? We were discussing this earlier today, uh, how badly we need a mashup of Doom and uh, Tooth Fairy, both of which starred Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So in the mashup, it would be the Tooth Fairy needs to find the most powerful gun known to mankind to battle demons flooding through a hellgate on Mars. And uh, I believe uh, Nighthawk said that the main bad guy would be the Undertaker, and I added in that the Undertaker's minions would be giant scorpions, and The Rock would say, quote, not this shit again. Uh, I, I just have one, one question. Um, does he wear the tutu and the hockey stick? He wears the tutu, absolutely. Okay. That, he, I mean, he wouldn't be the Tooth Fairy without the tutu. But he has to also wear the unicorn armor that came with the. Oh God, what was that? Was that the pre-order bonus? It's not, I. I said that completely sarcastically. Yeah, deluxe edition, <laughs> deluxe edition bonus. Uh. Um, no, he doesn't. He doesn't get that. You don't get uh, Doom Guy unicorn armor. Uh, does not go with Dwayne the Rock Johnson wearing a tutu. It's one or the other, and it's got to be the tutu. I will compromise with you by giving him a strap-on unicorn horn. Where he wears it will be up to you. 
Yeah, yeah. There's only one proper place. <laughs> I'm not. I'm at full stop. <laughs> yeah, we're. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, what is this about? Uh, uh, Doom and QuakeCon? Doom Internal. Isn't this like the mobile game? Uh. <laughs> You can all you can tell we we love Doom, right? No, how dare you? Oh, yeah. Or are we talking about Quake? I Dude, I this can't is remember. An expansion for Doom Eternal. Yeah, Doom Eternal was the latest PC release that came out. You're I you're thinking of fucking Diablo. awesome. No, I it's yeah. Uh yeah okay, Diablo Immortal is a whole different bag of dicks. <laughs> Uh, but no, the Doom Eternal expansion pack was dropped today at, uh, QuakeCon. By today, we mean three days ago. And, uh, let's see. It turns out, quote, it turns out your antics as the ultimate Apex Predator went a little overboard and made you a mess of the entire cosmos. And made a mess of the entire cosmos. So, yeah, there's a new storyline coming. And, uh, ostensibly new things to tear apart and chainsaw right down the middle. Doom yeah. is always fun. Now you're you're done slaying demons. Now you're going after gods. I, I, it's the logical progression. Perfectly logical. I mean, I, but the question, the, the question. So then, after gods, it must be titans. You know, yeah. Okay, I could see that. That'd be good. That'd be cool. Right, all right. All right. Where do you go after titans, though? Um, Thanos. <laughs> I go with the. I'm gonna go with the flood. Actually, that makes sense. <laughs> Thanos or the flood? Which one are you having a, a nerd boner over? Zero. Um. Well, that would be Thanos. Yeah, I, yeah. There we go. Okay, that's what I was going for. Did, did you have to ask? Like that wasn't even a question. I mean, I just, I wanted it. I wanted to be clear for the for podcast purposes. Right. Right. I, the better question was. It, don't start with me. Do you, do you, do you know? What the flood is? Yes, I oh, do of course, know yeah. what the flood is. Jesus Christ! All, yeah, no, we all Come know. On. We've all had the we've all had Halo discussions at length because of uh, the new uh, Halo Master Chief collection that came out. Uh, yes, I still have yet to play any of my Halo One, Two, or Three. I'm still not through Reach. Or Reach, yeah. Uh, Omega and I played Reach, and now we're going after Two, and then. Uh, we got to get to three, and then what's left? The original and four? Are they doing four? Well, no, no, they we played the original. So we and four. Oh, we played the original. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. So the order, the the order that they were released is the chronological order of the storyline, which was Reach, Halo Combat Evolved. We're now playing Halo Two. Then comes three, three ODST, uh, four and. Are we still waiting on five, or did five come out yet? I don't know. Whatever. Five will be five's going out. Yeah. Five's out. Been done. Uh, and then six is coming out, or now named Halo Infinite, and I believe it's supposed to release this holiday. Gotcha. So there's a lot of Halos. I hope more yeah. of them come to PC quickly. Yes. Yes. Because uh, what we needed with the next generation console is a new Halo. The the <laughs> fucking the ports to PC though have been. Kind of fucking fantastic. Uh, well, see, apart from Omega opinion. having to rebind his keys. I'm of the opinion right now that hardware of console gaming is now en- it's on par enough with uh, 
PCs that it, I, I believe that ports are going to be easier and easier for to do, especially we're going to be seeing about an Xbox because it's Microsoft. So yeah. I think we're going to see yeah, a lot of easiest. Xbox exclusives also starting to become available for PC because it's going to be much easier for them uh, to do ports. And I mean, now that crossplay is going to be enabled. See, now with as much crossplay is happening, we're truly getting into a world where it, it's really up to personal preference of how a person wants to play a game, whether it's PC or console. You, there, there's going to be less of this world where you're kind of stuck in one ecosystem or the other. Um, at least in the Microsoft world, Sony's yeah, gonna. I mean, there's there's still gonna be the whole you know PC master race console peon war. Thing well, there will that'll... because PCs are always gonna be easier to customize and upgrade than a uh, closed <laughs> system like a console. But that's also different. That's a battle among uh, among <laughs> like the community. Well, I feel like in terms of business, Microsoft is gonna see more money by opening up. Uh, in terms of uh, exclusives among both Microsoft platforms. Yeah, I don't remember who I was talking with now. Uh, I don't know who's going to win the battle coming out of the gate for next-gen, but I have a feeling by the end of next-gen, Microsoft's going to be sitting on top. I think they, they position themselves. They might not come out of the gate as fast, but I think they have a, a solid foundation for setting up the future. And... Yeah, but you, I agree. When you look at the big three, and I think the split happened a couple generations ago, and that's where you know Microsoft started growing Xbox. There's now Xbox Game Pass on PC. They're, they're, they've expanded the Xbox ecosystem beyond that. Then you look at Nintendo. Nintendo's like, we can't compete with these hardware giants. We're going to take a fucking left turn and do weird shit, and they have succeeded immensely. Uh, Sony just kept making consoles and they're making better consoles than they were in the past. And like the consoles are great and it's great technology, but I wonder if they're going to be hampered by not having much to expand beyond that. Well, and I think their, their other problem, my, my biggest problem with Sony has always been not their hardware or their games, but you, you have to pay to play these games online. And what happens when that fucking service goes down? Like, you paid to play the game. You paid to play the service, and fucking service is down. And you know, a couple hours here and there, whatever. Go. You, know, you did not. You did not buy anything. You paid for a license. To yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean. Okay, we, we, we're not uh, going to get into technology. Sometimes, we're, we're, in the terms of services, it clearly states that occasionally the service may be down, and it is no fault of. Uh, PlayStation. Or, uh, play- we don't. We don't care about all that. We don't. We don't give a shit about that. The Swear problem is, grab, it goes down for a month. Swear, I grab <laughs> the base of my the balls problem. and start shoving like, them into lawyers' mouths. Like it don't matter. Like none of that shit matters. Like it's been down for a month at a time. Like and yep. it's happened more than once. Xbox, you pay the same price, but it's never. I've never heard of Xbox being down for a whole month. I'm not uh, supporting PlayStation here by any means. I'm just saying, that's my biggest (laughs) fault with Sony is they need to do something about whatever whatever it is that they can't do right. (laughs) Fix it. But it's just, like, you look at the three companies and, like, Microsoft is an entire empire. Uh, Nintendo is, like I said, 
out in left field. Well, they're the niche. They're, they got yeah, their, like, they have niche, their own thing. Like, kind of untouchable. Sony yeah, exactly. Is, Sony is a hardware manufacturer. And that is their that is the base of that company. And for a while, being a top-tier hardware manufacturer was enough to compete in the gaming space. Now you got you got to start to wonder moving forward uh where's like it, it's going to be interesting. I, I think the landscape is going to be the, the they definitely have going to be very different five, ten years from now than I think what we see right now. Hey, look, yeah. Sony's got a lot going on. Did you hear about the new Spooderman game coming out? <laughs> uh, I mean, <clears throat> they have a great portfolio of games, you know, that are, you know, first party games, exclusives, which are great. The problem is most of them are like single player games like they. I can't name a single major Sony game that's co-op or like multiplayer that's an exclusive first person, you know, exclusive first party game. That's true. I mean, there's Killzone, but like, does that even does that count? They try really hard to sell that as as one of their selling points, though. But you know, yeah, I mean, there's great single player games everywhere. Right. I mean, in you know, Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, they they were great. They're not wrong. Like they are great games. Like you know, they they do have a great portfolio of games. You know, God of War was a great game, um, but it's a single player game. Like you know, and I, you know that was the other thing that Microsoft kind of focused on is they focus more on co op and multiplayer and getting people together. And you know, again, it goes back to that whole Xbox party. If I had to choose a console system that I was going to have a party chat on. I'm choosing Xbox over PlayStation because the network's more reliable. Oh, also that and the whole native crossplay means that you can have an Xbox and your friends can have PCs and your friends and you can hang out regardless of whatever you own. It's right. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a better amazing. environment all around. Yeah. yeah big, no. I, my my log, my thought process with Sony is always like, yeah, they have like just random numbers. Sure, they might have thirty percent of the great games, but I'm not going to spend that much money just to access that when I can have access to all the rest of the games uh, easier and less restrictive than just what that has to offer. And I'm not going to have a PlayStation and a PC. It's not worth having the multiple uh, gaming systems for me right now, so... I will bring this back to uh, the Doom Eternal update that's coming up. The devs stated... Last, actually, two months ago now, they were asked specifically, is there any intention to bring crossplay into Doom Eternal? And the devs stated, uh, they designed the game in such a way that there is no technical limitation for them to inter- implement crossplay, and it's something that they would very much like to do. So, if, uh, I don't know, I think the community should push that a little bit more because Doom Eternal, the the last Doom game to come out, if you haven't played it, definitely check it out. Go watch trailers or something like that because it is fucking entertaining to watch. Um, it would be a great addition to uh, cross-play couch player games with your friends, uh, especially if you remember the old Doom games. They used to have arena death mode and stuff like that. It was it was fun. It wasn't. They say that it wasn't statistically speaking, it wasn't very popular, but I I found it to be fun. Yeah. 
yeah, we could we could go on a whole crossplay talk now, and we could talk about how Ghost Recon should you know implement crossplay because yes, Gobi was talking about this. Yeah, Gobi was talking about this earlier this week. There's no reason that uh, some of Ubisoft's titles shouldn't be completely crossplay. All of them. So, yeah, just mechanically speaking, there is no reason why it shouldn't be possible. I mean, yeah. God, Ghost Recon Wildlands is such a broken game. I know, it's so <laughs> hilariously the, broken. It's I can but, only imagine that the console versions are equally as broken in their own special ways, and I, <laughs> I honestly would not be surprised if it would be. Oh, but it would be so much fun! I, I I can't imagine like I can imagine it being pretty difficult to integrate those because those that game's a fucking mess. We had a lot of fun with it for a while. We 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 did. It was a lot of fun for a good while, but good lord, it was a fucking shit show. Ah, uh, you yeah, complained so about base end. jumping in uh, in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, base jumping in Ghost Recon Breakpoint. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> I'm pretty so, sure that was a random number generator every time you hit a button. Like, not, yep. He's heard of 100. Your random number generator. May or may not deploy. <laughs> right, no, no, you might, you may or may not get the animation to deploy the parachute. You might just jump off the edge. My favorite is when you go to vault over a, because you hit space part of vault over things, and then you vault over something, like, get up on top of a crate. But there's a very... There's a wall right behind the crate, but it's like a half wall that's maybe another six inches taller than the crate. And then your player thinks that it's a a ledge. So when you hit space to vault over it, when you're on top of it, you base <laughs> jump from three feet above the ground <laughs> and die instantly. Because that's how the game Why not? If the, the, <laughs> because... in, the game's, in the game's coding, if you are in the parachuting animation and you hit the ground without your shootout, you're dead. Despite the fact that you fell from three feet. Right. Or or if you hit water. I mean, I'm not, you know, saying that it's probably healthy uh, to hit no, water. It, it, like, it, if you're in the middle of the parachute animation, your parachute is not out and you are falling and you hit something, you are dead, as Omega says. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter what you hit. And you could be, as he says, you can be at that like six inch ledge, or you can be uh, on the second story of a watchtower trying to jump down onto the stairs. Uh, but then all of a sudden, you just go into the base jumping uh, animation, and your guy like is pulling his parachute out, and then bam, it's set on the railing. You're dead. You literally do a, 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 a swan dive with your hands back. You, you yep. just head over right into the ground. From three six seven feet up and fucking die. That game is such a shit. Oh my god! Yeah, we did. We did have a lot of fun with that game. We were terrorists. That game. All right, I'm gonna wax nostalgic about this game because I'm probably never gonna play it again. If I'm being totally honest, this game. Doc and I had a lot of fun with this for a while, and we realized we were fucking terrorists when we were in the cave. We were, we were there's uh, yeah. At one point, we were literally in a cave shooting grenades out of a cave at people. We were shooting uh, drones down, in a and, cave. Then we, and then like we, were, we we actually thought about what we did in this game. We we drive down the road in a truck with a gun on it, drive up to people, kill them, and drive away. 
And then we move on to the next town and kill everyone and drive away. And sometimes we'll go up in the mountains just for fun and just lob grenades down on the roads below us. Sometimes we'll just see a car driving half a kilometer away, pull out a sniper rifle and just pop the tires. Just yeah, like that game. You are a fucking terrorist. You are a guerrilla fighter terrorist and all you are doing is terrorizing the people on this island it is a hilarious game but it is so broken and and after after that becomes mundane to you sometimes after you're done killing people in a roadblock you take their charred bodies and you stuff them in the back seats of the car that you're driving and the passenger seat because omega is the driver and i'm the gunner there are three extra seats in that bitch might as well fill them up or Yep, you pick up dead corpses, charred corpses, put them in your car with you, and you can drive around with them. And you can, you can and have conversations. Have a car full of dead people and drive from place to place killing people with your car full of dead people. It's it's amazing. Now, these conversations, do they talk back or were they just one-sided? Uh, you gotta, I mean, you gotta amuse yourself, Gobi. Uh, this is how you, you keep on top of your improv. You, you, uh, you switch between yourself and the, uh, the corpses that you're talking to. And sometimes, uh, sometimes it's vocal, sometimes it's just reactionary. So you have a split personality disorder. Good I, mean, I will say a lot of times, <laughs> a, a lot of times it's about the facial expressions. That's true. The corpses, the corpses don't have to say much to get their point across. <laughs> When you're when you're chatting with them and you're driving sometimes, around, you're sometimes they just them. they just give you a roll their eyes, just just roll their eyes. A single so, glance it's, it's is all more it like takes. You, you commit another atrocity and they give you a look. You look at their face after you just murdered another 10, 12 people, and it makes you think about what you did a little bit. And you look over and you say, "Oh, don't give me that shit, Ted." And then when you get fed up with it, you just leave and blow up the car with the bodies in it. And do it all over again with a new car. Or a helicopter. You can also do it with a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, or I think a few times we, we filled up a helicopter with uh, dead people and then just, like bombed it onto a base and parachuted, did, yeah. parachuted out and just crashed the helicopter filled with bodies onto a base. It's great. I what I was going for there was mystery. I wanted the the whoever whoever saw that helicopter crash, whoever had to deal with that cleanup. I wanted them to wonder who were these people. I you know maybe on the outside chance that someone working at that base actually knew one of the guys in the helicopter. He's like, what was Dan doing? Well, that's exactly it. This is this a helicopter whole island this, into this whole a island. No, this whole island is 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 a company island and there's like a private military contractor force with this company. So it's all one big organization. So, you know, they had some name tag or identity or something in their wallet or whatever. And so when the forensics team arrived and they found this crashed helicopter, they'll be like, what's this guy doing in the helicopter? He's like a maintenance dude from the uh, moisture extractor farm over on the other side of the island. How the fuck did he get there? What's this guy doing? He's a computer tech. And, and it, see, that's the beauty of it. Because they're just random people that we would pick up along the way, stuff them in the vehicle, and then, you know, who, who knows? Just yeah. just causing chaos. Just pure terrorism. Yeah. And pure pure terrorism. terrorism. That is what that game is. You just you just sow terror among the, the people of this island. There's and they tell you it's for a good cause. And they, they paint this whole picture, this whole story about how you're the good guy. 
when all you're doing is committing acts of terrorism. That might be more of how you played the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose it's possible that we weren't playing the game as it was intended to be played, but that sounds more like Ubisoft's problem than ours. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just saying, generalizing that everybody plays that way might be a little bit of a stretch. I just, you know... I am saying that that this way. is the way that the game directed me to play by tickling certain <laughs> reward centers in my brain, and that is a game design problem, not mine. I wholeheartedly agree. Made you want to blow shit up. Made I mean, me want to get like, creative about how I blew shit up. That's like saying that when you go into GTA, murder and mayhem is your fault. No, it's not. The The creators of the game made it that way. Yeah. So, Trying to sell that game as a, as a racing game or a vehicle-based game? Pff, no, fuck that. You know, you're there to kill basically anything with two legs. Rockstar just gives you a a palette, and the world is your canvas. And the my the original paint with is original about... Grand Theft Audio was actually about stealing cars. Grand Theft Audio, <laughs> where they just stole the radios. <laughs> yes, that one too. Uh, that was that was back way back in the day. Yes, uh, who doesn't remember? Remember when, remember when car stereos had? Remember when car stereos had those face plates that you would pop off and take with you when you left your car in the parking lot because you were afraid that people would uh, people were afraid that they would get their radio head stolen. Uh, even even funnier than that, if you remember Parker when he got his first Prius, he had a really nice radio installed in it. So picture a Prius dashboard that had one of those screens that actually came out like a CD drive and then flipped up with the LED panel on it. So it hit itself every time he turned off the car. Yep. Dude, I remember I knew this kid in high school who had uh, one of those early digital... It wasn't a... It, it, it was like an, one of the uh, Game Boy-style LCD screens. <laughs> and uh, it would, like, play little videos. It had, like, this video of, like, a racing... Like, like, little cars racing around a track. And it was, it was like, the coolest shit. I it had like three games on it. It had like Snake on it in his car. In this was in in high school in the uh, early two thousands. So it had a Nokia in it. <laughs> Basically, it was a giant Nokia. Yep. No, the what what was that phone? Like the brick Nokia that had it was indestructible. It really was. Uh, wait, no Snake. It had like Snake. Two of the games that you said were on that stupid phone. Yeah, it had Snake, and then there was. The, the the tunnel where, where like you you just went uh, uh you, it was tunnel run game yeah I remember the first car stereo I ever got yeah, I had to cut stuff. my dashboard okay. out in my '68 Mustang and <laughs> to put this thing in so and... next topic on the list oh yeah. no wait sorry yeah wait zero no I'm good go ahead. I think, uh, yep. There was a slight, slight problem there. Hello? Yep. Hello, Omega? Y'all hear me at all? Are you back? Yeah. Oh, oh so yeah. Omega, Omega was having a problem uh, with hearing actual people on Discord earlier. Uh, okay. Hey, can you hear us now, Omega? Nope. Uh, anyway, Zero, you were, uh, you were saying about your Mustang... Oh, Did you, yeah. have to, you had to notch out for the little dials? 
Dude, no, it wasn't even notching out. I had to physically cut a hole in the dashboard to fit my stereo head unit in there. <laughs> so I I had to, it, it wasn't just notching out. It was full on Dremel tool, cut the bitch out so that I could fit this $150 stereo into this $50 car. <laughs> I gotta cut out this metal plate that was never designed to have this stereo in it because I want this stereo in my car. I had an 85 Chevy. No, you're a redneck. The audio, the audio system in my Mustang, in my in my '68 Mustang 2 or '78 Mustang 2 was worth yep. more than the car. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean the original though. I mean the original was just absolute shit. Same as my '85 Chevy pickup truck, like. It couldn't even pick up the oldie station, which came in comes in everywhere. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm uh, looking at old Nokia phones from the 3310 on. Uh, and, that sounds right. Or the 50, 30. Is it the 3310? Or is it the? I got all this. Uh, maybe the 5510. It's just, it's fucking uh, amazing going back and looking at because I I remember now I and actually had I had some form of uh, uh, snake game on my old cell phone I had like an LG cell phone a flip phone uh, was the very first cell phone that I had and yeah it's amazing how garbage games looked on phones back then but we thought they were the coolest fucking thing in the world. I remember when the Game Boy, the original Game Boy, was the coolest thing in the fucking world. Like, the having year, an LCD. <laughs> the year yeah. that the Game Boy came out, I actually um, had to have my tonsils taken out, and my parents bought me the Game Boy because they figured it would be easier for me to play the Game Boy than it would be to have to uh, deal with me not being able to talk and always asking for everything. So they gave me the Game Boy and I didn't disturb them for the two-week recovery time. I didn't even have a Game Boy. I had a TI-83 Plus graphing calculator and uh, I knew high school kids that had transfer cables, so they just gave me all these games like Tetris and... Uh, well, who am I kidding? I basically only played Tetris. I had a t we did that with the TI-86 and... Oh, yeah. fancy boy had a TI-86. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, year did you get your TI-83? <laughs> I didn't, I've never actually bought a TI-83, uh, or a TI-83+. Plus. I got mine as a hand-me-down from a senior who graduated, and then I received a couple more from people who just left them in the band office. I uh, mowed a lot of lawns to save up for that fucking TI-86 because I had to pay for it out of my own pocket my sophomore year. Yeah, I never got a brand new one. I just got the hand-me-downs. Occasionally they worked, occasionally they didn't. I still have mine. I, don't know if I it's still have mine too, actually. It's right up here. It's somewhere, <laughs> I like to think that somewhere in my high school, because I shared games with a lot of people, somewhere in my old high school there is a TI-83 calculator or a ti-86 or an 89 
going around there with the same version of Tetris that I had that still has my all-time high score on it because I was undefeated for three years straight in Tetris in my high school. I, I was very proud of that. So you had a lot of history classes? <laughs> uh, speaking of history, uh, Street Fighter producer, not even going to attempt that, uh, leaves Capcom after 30 years. I've been with Street Fighter brand for a long time, experienced good times, bad times, and even non-existent times. My heart is filled with appreciation to those players who've been given warm and kind support on the brand, especially little over the past decade or so. All the activities on the Street Fighter brand regained sunshine and grew its liveliness. Yeah, well, the executive producer of Street Fighter series has stepped down after almost 30 years of working with Capcom. Which is, uh, I uh, wish him well in whatever he decides to go on and do, because uh, Street Fighter is a ridiculous game. I have fond memories of playing the arcade versions of it when I was oh, 13, oh 14. God. Fuck, dude. Going to the roller rink and playing Street Fighter and Ninja Turtles. Oh, you had a roller rink? We we had a uh, an arcade center that had a whole bunch of games. You had an <laughs> was... arcade center? Yeah, well, it's called. We, they called it an arcade well, center, but whatever you call it, uh, a small shack that had a dozen games in it. There was this one game I remember that had a steering wheel and a pistol, and you you drove with one hand and you shot people with the other hand, and it was always being played by this one guy. Whenever you went there, he was always there playing this thing, and those machines gave you tickets for, like, however much your score was or however loving you playing it. I just remember I never saw him without a pile of tickets just being cranked out underneath that machine, and I have no idea how much money he, he used to spend. I used to think he was really cool. I used to think, wow, that's a pro gamer. <laughs> well, he might have been back then. I mean, you never know. <laughs> No, I know he wasn't a pro gamer back then because there was no VHS camcorder set up. So uh, whatever he was doing on a tripod. Well, wait for. Oh wait, we don't have. What's a VHS? For those of you who sorry, don't yeah. know what a VHS is, it's something that came before a DVD, and that's as far as we're gonna go. Yeah, it's like a DVD, but with uh, it's the size <laughs> of a brick. Who remembers? <laughs> a, who remembers Betamax? Ooh, I do. I do. Who remembers <laughs> records? Children, Gobi, Gobi also used to go to malt shops and listen to the fancy uh, radios that were on each table. Well, uh, he doesn't talk about it very yeah. often, but back in the 20s, Gobi was a flapper. Hey, uh, nope, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a nice try. I'm sure the sequin dress looked lovely on him. Still does. I definitely not. I I can't I can't pull it off like the rock man. Sorry. I just I don't have the girlish figure for it. I mean, he it's tough to beat the rock in a 2-2. By the way, this is the second podcast in a row where we've talked about Dwayne the Rock Johnson extensively. He's I, I you know what? I'm almost willing to call You know what? Screw it. I'm calling him out. Dwayne, we will take sponsorship of your tequila. We will advertise the shit out of your tequila. Just sponsor us. You know, he listens to this podcast. Tequila. This, 
and we will promise that Zero will keep his clothes on. Yeah, okay. Well, at least uh, the shirt on. At least the shirt. That I can't. I can't. I can't promise the pants. We'll yeah. try really hard for the shirt. I I support uh, <laughs> the the craziness that my companions are spewing right now. Dwayne, just uh, tweet at me if you're interested in this, and uh, we'll we'll set something up. And uh, yeah. Of all of us, I actually saw Baywatch, and I really wanted to say, you know, huge junk. Huge junk. You've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Goby <laughs> is checking out Dwayne's dick in uh, Baywatch, which He's I'm proud of you. You know what? I'm proud rock. of you. I'm <laughs> proud of you for admitting that and bringing it up on the podcast. That's that's very big of you. Yeah. It, it, you'll be shocked when you actually see the whole scene, and yep. Yep. It's actually front bump. He calls it a front bump. <laughs> I'm sure he does. This is kind of a first. This is the first time that we've actually got Gobi voluntarily talking about another man's penis. I, I didn't actually talk about it. Another actor did. I'm just... Let's let's uh let's rewind that, shall we? To the front. Sure, bump go, part. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Yeah, we'll I, get it in post. Well, you know what? We'll get uh we'll get banned because we're gonna pull up the, the the YouTube video of um. YouTube. They watch the rock sand junk. This is great radio. This is great radio, by the way. <laughs> so, and so junk. I'm just going to say this, and we have gotten, <laughs> we have no. gotten so famous now on Twitch that we now officially have bots leading us to buying followers, primes, and views on the website. Guys, we have made it. Um, I mean, I've known that for a long time. words of Bruce Willis, yippee kaye, motherfuckers. We're, you gotta get caught. Oh, and he's back! Oh, no, now he's queued up, but we can't hear him. <laughs> he's... Yep. Mm-hmm. Nope, we can't hear a word you're saying. Oh, okay, alright. We're gonna let him get sorted. <laughs> Uh, I and, think we uh, we moved on from Street Fighter. We are now. Oh, speaking of Grand Theft Auto, Yoshinori um, Ono, we are going to miss you. You are a great executive producer for Street Fighter. I hope you uh, have fun doing whatever you're going to do. Retire, spend time with your family, or spend some of your multi-million dollars, which I'm sure you have. I hope. <laughs> right. I mean, I I would think after 30 years of the same franchise, and it's not like. Street Fighter is a small franchise. Yeah, it's not like that franchise was hurting. <laughs> no. I mean, they went, what, a decade without a game, and they still weren't hurting? You know, the okay, uh, just talking about this and being, uh, talking about this company, uh, and also the more about Street Fighter V and the latest articles at the bottom of this article... Uh, Street Fighter V, Street Fighter, Tekken, all the rest of that, great stories attached to them. Uh, another game that came out recently with a great story attached to it was Death Stranding. Why are people so confused about Death Stranding? Why do people need videos like Death Stranding Ending Explained, or Death Stranding's Confusing Story Should Make More Sense as a Novel, or bullshit like that? What is, what is happening that we can't just understand games anymore and we need people to make stupid YouTube videos about ridiculous shit I'm sorry what was the question I hate YouTube uh, <laughs> what's next 
I, yeah, I, it, it was seemingly like a rhetorical comment, not really a question. No, it's not a question. <laughs> it's, it, I mean, me, me being angry I, at people I that watch videos that are like, Assassin's Creed, confusing story ending, explained. What's to explain? Uh, play the game, and pay attention, and listen, and, oh, wait, you might not be confused at the end. Unless it's lost, and then I completely understand if you completely lost the first time you watch it and have to watch it. Yeah, fine, fine. Two (laughs) exceptions there. Fine. You want to watch videos that explain the endings. Uh, Here are two things that I'll allow. Lost, the TV show, and Alien Covenant. Both of those videos should start the same way. Just don't watch them. (laughs) You know, I think I've watched Lost. You're not wrong. I don't even know how many times. And... It, I'm still not even 100% sure. I completely understand all of the storylines and the plots that they were attempting to purvey. Um, oh, what? I think lost? I got the general fist. Yeah, dude, they're, oh my god. Uh, okay, no, I can, I, I'll, I'll sort this out for you pretty quick. Um, uh, they're uh, in purgatory. Uh, there's no, no, whole... no, 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 let's not get into anything like that. None of that nonsense. Here's, here's <laughs> actually that. what's going on. J.J. Abrams and Alex Kurtzman are really great at writing mystery stuff, but when it comes to explaining the mystery stuff, they suck at it because answers are never nearly as fun as questions. So they keep on producing questions and questions and questions and questions, and then eventually it gets to the point where the se- the series has to wrap. It's the season or the series finale. It's the last episode. We got we got to wrap this up, guys. So they uh, panic, come up with some bullshit, pass it off on the writers, and say uh, add some special effects to this, and uh, maybe you know get an Emmy in the process. That's that's how that works. You forgot. Let's have everybody meet at a church, and have a toast, and end the show. Uh, also, that yes. Uh, we'll, we'll just, you know what we'll say? We'll say that they're all dead. That's what we'll do. They were dead this whole time, yeah. and, and nothing of what they did matters. And people won't get angry about that because it's about the journey. It's about the journey, Gobi. It's not about the destination. About the journey. You know you know what series, though, actually had a really good ending? And uh, I went out, uh, Defiance. I really, really enjoyed the ending. The it wasn't perfect. Part, yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't perfect happy. because they, they had to wrap pretty quickly. I think they found out midway through season three that they weren't getting a season four. So they had to wrap up the whole Omec thing and the uh, New Earth Republic or whatever. Uh, yeah. So they, they had to rush that just a little bit. But considering what they had to work with and the amount of time that they had to work with it, yeah, you know what? Pretty satisfying way to wrap up a series. Should have gotten a movie. Should have been a bit like Firefly, but... Uh, yeah. You know, at the same time, though, I don't like how. We, where would you have went with that? Like, well, that's that's the thing. That's like, the thing. Okay, so spoilers. We're going to talk about the end of Defiance right now. If you haven't seen the TV show, just skip ahead a couple minutes. You know what? Um, <laughs> it's your own damn fault. It's been so out for fucking years now. It really, yeah, it has. So they weren't they weren't going to have him go on the ship and do that thing where he just goes off into the galaxy. They weren't going to do that for the season finale. They wanted to end it a little bit before that and have like a bigger uh, conclusion to the Omec, and then they wanted to have a movie, much in the vein that Firefly did, much in the vein that um, uh, 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 Farscape did. Yes. Um, 
but they they found out uh, that there was not enough studio support for that or there was no guarantee that that would ever happen so they might just have an infinite cliffhanger and they they wanted to avoid that situation at all costs so they went ahead and did the ending that they did which was a good idea i I think it was a good idea yeah no i mean i definitely enjoyed the ending um like i said it wasn't perfect um i did like that it was partly happy but at the same time it was kind of depressing like you thought, oh, Nolan's finally going to get the girl, and then he sacrifices himself for his daughter. And, yeah. Which totally saw coming, but, yeah. And she doesn't even get her man, because he ends up dying. Good way to end a series. Uh, apart from that... Well, yeah, I, I think, like say, you said, they just... rushed the Olmec line too much. Uh, the Doc, what what the fuck was her name? Doc Yule. Um, she really stepped up. I was, yeah. They, Good character I really liked her. on Yule's part, yeah. Yeah, she was actually one of my favorite, um, and the daughter. Uh, the name's fucking... Um, no, I was, I was just going to say... Arissa. Doc... Doc Yule was played by the same actress who played Quark's mother on uh, Deep Space Nine, and I'm surprised that she's not in more sci-fi because she's fucking great. Uh, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was really enjoyable in Defiance. Uh, you know what? Most of the crew was. I mean, even the creepy villain they had at the end, like. Uh. The guy with the the biohumans who lived oh, underground. He was mayor oh, for the while. The uh, um, yeah, the, the secret stalker rapist. Yeah, yeah, that dude. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> I mean, he was like, I don't want to say cast well, but like, he was kind of cast well, he, well he and was. yeah, he was played. He was a... They played very well. Uh, and the who was the asshole of the the Voltan? Uh, the general. <laughs> the guy who died in a glorious arm explosion? Yeah, yeah, I know who you mean. But who's Again, the actual actor that played him? Uh, I don't know. Um, I'll say I'll say this, though, of Defiance. Good character arcs all around. Uh, uh, Daytech uh, gets a great uh, character dude. arc. Yule gets a great character arc. Um, I hated Daytech. I'm not even gonna lie. When the... F- Oh yeah! Like I fucking hated him. Like oh, I just no. I like hated him. And by the end of the see, you know, like the series, like all right. I I think I I hated his wife more. Like she was. Uh, she got better too. It, it was it, it yeah. was uh, you know evolution of characters worked really well in that series. That was something that the writers paid attention. Good writing makes good sci-fi. Uh, uh, Alex Kurtzman. Well, and, and good acting, too. Uh, that that helps. <laughs> yeah, it always helps. Alright, so yeah. um, Omega might not be able to come back in here. He's facing audio issues with Discord where it just, it does the, it's the weirdest thing. It happened to him the other day, too. Sound on his computer works fine. He can hear everything fine, but he can't hear voices in Discord. Well, usually if you can't hear voices in your head, that's a good thing. Usually, yeah. In this case, it is a detriment. 
But he can yeah. still hear all the notification sounds for Discord. He can hear the, the sound when he joins a channel. He can hear when we enter and leave. He just can't hear our voices. So you should enter and leave and SOS him with I Morris did. code. That's what I did <laughs> yesterday. I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to mess with him uh, with the beeps coming on and off. But you know how difficult it is to do a dot and a dash? You know how fucking fast people do Morse code? That, uh, that, just, that is a skill. Those people are the real heroes. People who can uh, tap that out and who can listen to it and read it. Yeah, those who can tap. <laughs> but seriously, uh, do, you, do you guys remember those commercials from... I think it was like the nineties. Um, they were like the Budweiser commercials. And they're like, you know, they pick some random lame job and they're like, these are the real heroes, we salute you. I'm the only no. one that remembers these. Oh my god, they were so lame, they were fucking hilarious. It's okay. I discovered the the other day that I'm the only one who remembers the commercials that Caratop did for uh uh collect calls. What? No! Uh it was one eight hundred collect, right? One eight hundred C A L L A T T. Or yes, he was no, yeah, he was call A T T. Uh, cause uh, yeah, who's the was. uh? No, the other one didn't have uh. He did something else too, other than uh collect. What was the other one? <laughs> Carrot Top did more than one collect call commercials. No, no, he no, it was a different commercial. It wasn't uh. Was the other big commercial that he did from back in the day? You know, back when he was actually cool. Or um, back before okay. he, he was cool. Fucking loony thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Google is just replete with one eight hundred C A L L A T T commercials. Like apparently, he did a lot of them. Wow. Yeah. No, this was before he turned into super buff carrot top. So, who in the comedy community? Did told him that fucking muscles are funny because that shit's not funny it looks weird <laughs> I, th I don't know i think he just needed a hobby and he went at it <laughs> full force uh yeah an, that is an understatement full force is an understatement full forceful thrusting vigorous thrusting hmm. we ju i just heard uh, a i thought i heard him right and then yep. he leaves Ah, damn it! We heard you. All right. Uh, so what else is? On? Oh, yeah. The last thing that we were going to talk about is GTA, um, the yacht. Yes. So what is this? What is this yacht? What are they doing with the yacht? I've been on a yacht. Uh, yeah, yeah, you've probably been on my yacht in-game. What I love about this article is that it says, Wow, a yacht can cost you, you know, six million dollars. Bitch, I paid almost twelve for mine. So, uh, anyway, what, uh, yeah, what do you get to do with your twelve million dollar yacht now? It's got a hot tub. Okay, but didn't ever have a hot tub before? Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, now, um, uh, yeah. Before it just it had the hot tub, uh, but it also had a a bar, and also it had a horn. You could sound the horn, and it was it was loud. And glorious. It was big dick loud. Big. Um, 
Hey. There he is. There he is. Wait. Oh, my God. I reinstalled Discord. And, like, I'm not even kidding. That was ridiculous. God damn. Just out of nowhere, mid-sentence, I just, I, I'm no longer hearing anything. Um, I'll recap what we talked about. Uh, Zero uh, cut a hole in the dashboard of his truck when he was younger so that he could fit a badass stereo in it, Mustang. and I made a redneck joke. Oh, Mustang, sorry. Uh, and I made uh, an insufficient redneck joke because I wasn't paying attention. I would have made a bigger redneck joke if I knew it was a Mustang. And then we talked about uh, Defiance, and then it was now, and then I don't know what happened. Now we're talking about GTA and yachts. Oh, right, yeah, so the new yacht update for GTA. I saw the headline, I put it on the list because I know you own a yacht, but I didn't read it because I don't own a yacht because I'm poor and it would just make me sad. I uh, don't own a yacht because I don't want to. They're, they're one of the few things that actually don't cost you that much for property tax, so if I could sell things, I would sell my casino penthouse and a couple other of my properties and I would keep the yacht. Um, update due out 11th of August, that is tomorrow, for us. Um, it will add brand new co-op mm -hmm. missions to the release, and, uh, you will launch them all from the sanctuary of your boat. It doesn't say... So, so, uh, Galaxy Super Yacht owners will be able to engage in an all-new series of missions, either alone or with up to three shipmates. Everything from deep sea diving to high speed hijinks on the high seas. There's action for sailors of all stripes. Yes, it, it doesn't mention if this is a, a thing that has to take place in a public session or if you can do it in a closed crew session. I would love it if you could do it in a private session, closed crew or closed friends. Um, but it sounds like it's just a mission. It's like yeah, you know how exactly. you go into missions with like four people. It's yeah that except it gives, for you. It, it gives that impression. The update's also going to include uh, some new business battles. It's going to have more than a dozen new vehicles. Uh, there will be new... Uh, the Diamond Casino Resort will have new adversary modes. Take, oh my god, there's a screenshot of the Rockstar Games Newswire article with someone holding a minigun in the casino. So, that, that'll be a thing. We'll be able to, you know, uh, it looks like it'll be uh, oh, adversary mode, so PvP in the casino, which would uh, be fun. That's horseshit. I want to actually be able to rob the casino. I don't even care about robbing it. I just want to murder everyone in there once. Just it would be fun. Uh, mean, so yeah, more than a dozen new vehicles, including robbing. some for Benny. So there's, there's going to be some new Benny customs. Uh, there will... Uh, be some new tuners. Uh, there will uh, some new open wheel races. Some new, uh, uh, let's see, uh, as well as a number of general improvements and fixes. Uh, unfortunately, it does not say anything about the yachts. Um, what the context of the missions is, but it does specifically say missions. A new series of missions alone or up to three shipments. So, yeah, hopefully, like Gobi's saying, it'll be, you know private missions that you go and do rather than things that have to happen in a public session. Of course, you go into a public session, you mean? <clears throat> of course, uh, more vehicles is consistent with the money sink uh, 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 profile that the game has. And yes, of these, these dozen vehicles that are coming out, how many of them cost less than a million dollars? Zero. 
This one oh, is a beat up. This one is a beat up Pinto, or one of the three tires is a donut, and it's missing two hubcaps. One point five million dollars. Yeah, right. I can't remember the yeah. last time I bought a vehicle for less than a million dollars in that game. Like money in that game is is approaching like South America dictatorship levels of inflation. <laughs> uh the that Hellcat or whatever was like 800 grand and it absolute fucking horse shit like oh my god the muscle cars in the game need to be retuned i don't know who designed them or who thought about them but like yeah let's let's be absolutely <laughs> clear rockstar <laughs> is never revamping modding or patching yeah. their game ever it's not Why? happening Why? they'll add Why? more stuff but there is never going to be a development uh, on that game oh, ever again. You realize that's the same thing that's happening with Warframe, right? Yeah. It, more Warframe content, more content, more content. Get people to keep model. paying money, keep paying money, keep paying money, and leave old problems to die. Because uh, one of the uh, it, there was a live stream, a Warframe live stream, and I'm sure this applies exactly to Rockstar. The dev flat out said, like. New content attracts more attracts new players, not fixing old bugs. Yeah, that was Steve. so. Yeah, so like that's that is the mentality of of these perpetual exi- these games that that have a perpetual existence. They uh, on rely the other hand, on pumping out new content. And they would rather burn out old players and bring in new players than keep the old players happy. On the other hand, it is not fair to say that they are as bad as Rockstar because they are still continually putting out patches to fix old content. They have sure. put out three patches this year addressing old all content. All right, all they right. Had... You don't got to get well, defensive about Warframe. No, I'm, no, just, no, 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 I'm just no, no. talking conceptually here. Cons- you got to no, defend your baby. I, conceptually, <laughs> I agree with you. And uh, how dare you? It's not. Steve is my boyfriend. Don't make fun of my man. Uh, it, the, the whole um the whole program that they had this year was to address old bugs and they brought you know three major updates to uh fix old bugs from old content so they That's are true. still addressing some of that that doesn't mean that they're addressing all of it though there yep. are still bugs in this game that have been there since 2014 yep so uh, yeah and just using it to discuss that mentality of and i feel like gta is even worse like i i I can't think of one time that rockstar has responded to complaints about like a mechanic never or something or like they they just don't give a shit they just don't care they uh, they revamped their anti-cheating system uh, because they knew that the game was going to be free on Epic and they didn't want their servers to crash. They did just enough so that most of the mods or the mod packs out there wouldn't work. Um, but that now people have adapted and they're going right back to cheating and Rockstar does not give a shit. No, anti-cheat is a constant cat and mouse game and I feel like that's probably more worth than they care about oh my god yeah no they're not going to do an active development team for anti-cheat no they'll they'll release they like year by year okay they'll do like one major anti-cheat update per year if that 
And you'll get like a good maybe like three months before all the hacks <laughs> work again. Three months when only, you know, the top 5% of mods work. <laughs> yeah, no, and this glorious is why we Rockstar. play in private sessions. This is why we play in private sessions. I was going over my Steam screenshots the other day for some stupid reason, and um, I actually caught a screenshot where Rockstar was like, we have adjusted your Rockstar, or Rockstar has adjusted your bank account balance by $535,000, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. That's because I was in a public session and there was a hacker there dumping money on everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why can I never be online when shit like that happens? Oh, no, no. He had the money taken out of his account. Yeah, I had the money removed because the hacker had dumped it on me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Which a fun I, I, I didn't think that was a thing. <clears throat> I thought that as soon as you left the session uh, where that happened, that the money just went away. But no. Wh whatever. It was. It was years ago. Yeah. Uh, it's actually. So I started playing Fallout seventy six. because uh, my buddy uh, so sick got me into it. Uh, it's actually fun. Uh, it's yeah. You know, it still has its bugs, and I'm sure you guys could make it blow up. But uh, it's as far as survival games go, it's fun. It feels like a Fallout game now that there's NPCs. Um. And, I mean, I did get Fallout first for months so I could get the Fallout 3 outfit and use the private servers and whatnot since I just got it for Loki. Um, but before I got it, I was playing with Loki and Nighthawk, and we were in a public server, and we were doing a mission to help Loki and Nighthawk out. I don't remember, it was some, like, agricultural plant or whatever. And Nighthawk and I were on the upstairs clearing it out, and he fell through the floor and I watched him go through the floor and standing at the bottom of the hole is this level 173 pointed directly at him and I was waiting for that reactive shot. <laughs> you know, like when you get the shit scared out of you, you just automatically like pull the trigger and shoot at the thing right in front of you. I was waiting for that just to watch him get his head blown off, but it didn't happen. And uh, the guy was actually nice. Uh, I was shocked. He actually gave us all a bunch of stuff and or tried to. I didn't take any of it because I didn't want him to us to take the stuff and then get shot. Um, and Loki actually had a level twenty one come over and help him out too. So it's uh it's been a mixed bag on the public servers, but for the most part, most people are pretty friendly. So that's Aww. good. Gobi, I will take the bullet. If you buy me a copy of that, I will play it. He will take it right uh, up his butt. Hey, I dude, I we might have to we'll work on that, buddy. <laughs> no, I won't actually play it because I've given up on um, I've given up on any Fallout game ever. It's you know when it first came out, I totally agree with all the hate it got. Like, it deserved every single ounce of hate it got. Uh, since it released on Steam and this whole Wastelanders update, and they added NPCs to it, um, it definitely feels like a Fallout game. And it's still not perfect. It still has some bugs, and it still needs some work. But they're definitely going in the right direction. And, I mean, if you think about it, it released six months ago. Or has it been almost a year ago now? 
Has it been a year? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all they have to do at this point is uh, is uh, fix all the you know the small bugs uh, in the game. Oh and my eliminate, god! Eliminate <laughs> microtransactions entirely. Uh well, the microtransactions. Yeah, those. Um, I don't know. I I, I enjoy uh, I enjoy in my games paying thirty dollars for a skin for my shirt. Well, and and here's the issue. Though, uh, and and, and it, here that doesn't. Here's what made me kind of give up. I was fully planning on getting Fallout 76 when they huh. fixed it. When they fixed it. I was full on ready to do it. Then they said they were doing Fallout first, and I lost all respect. All respect. And, and it's yeah. just... It, 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 charging your players $99 for some busted shit that you put out, and you haven't even fully fixed it yet? Nah. Mm-mm. But, uh, I'm I'm very interested to hear uh, how I know the leanness is a Fallout 70 or he owns Fallout 76. I want to know how the leanness feels about the uh, the latest Fallout 76 updates. Leanness. I would put my penis in it. Oh, whoa. Well, uh, fair enough. So there's they've actually updated the Fallout first. Now there's you can either pay the hundred dollars up front or you can pay thirteen bucks a month. Um. And I figured it out. It's basically you. They give you sixteen hundred and fifty caps or atoms or whatever it is. It's atoms. Sorry, not caps. Atoms, which is their in-game store credit, which is basically the exact same amount as you would pay as you're paying for Fallout First. So basically, you're paying for the the atoms that they give you every month, and everything else is a bonus, which I get. At, but at the same time, it's like, why can't you just give the other stuff to everybody and make private servers a thing for everybody? Uh, Linus, would you uh, would you play the the new Fallout first, or would you pay for new uh, Fallout first on a on a monthly basis? Maybe. Of course he would. I really oh, yeah. maybe. I mean, he plays World of Warcraft. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe that's why. Uh, is it is Linus? Is it because you already play for a WoW subscription and you don't want to pay for another one? Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. So let let me be clear. I have my <laughs> my WoW subscription through the end of this year, okay. And I have I had so much in game currency that I didn't have to pay a dime out of pocket. I am good through the end of the year. So no, I do that with like uh, Call of Duty, the Battle Pass. Like I usually play enough that I can get enough points or whatever that I can buy the battle pass without actually spending money on it. I don't know if, uh, Linus, do you spend, like, that much time playing? Would you be able to do that? Would you be able to pay in-game currency? He's on vacation 90% of the time. Uh, I I don't know about that. I mean, I just just want to know if he's able to pay uh, for his subscription in-game currency or not, Linus. No! Uh, so no, enthusiastically no. Wow. Like, enthusiastically, nope. um, we may have touched yeah. on a uh, touched a nerve there. Definitely touched something. Uh, we got to be way over time now. Yeah, we definitely are. Uh, Lee yeah. and I are. Uh, we have to go start drinking. I think. I project uh, our vomited overstate lines. <laughs> yep. More of that. That's impressive. I think so too. Uh, I mean, you... yeah. There's like three different spots and well never mind. We won't go there.
Anyway, uh, y'all, thank y'all for joining, and uh, I'll have a good night. Peace. Penis, penis. Oh, yeah.